Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Welcome back to the 27th I Thirst follow-up. Here we're talking about the reverence of Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Here we need to bring back reverence to Mass. And in every single way possible, we need to give the utmost infinite reverence to God during Mass. And so first of all, we need to get to Mass, right? Otherwise, we don't even know what we're having reverence for. So bring all your friends to Mass. This is a beautiful thing to give us peace on Sunday and just to have joy in our life on Sunday, to feed our minds and our hearts when, you know, we need to be filled by spiritual things, not like the trash of this world. And so here, let's go to Mass, bring all your friends to Mass. It's such an amazing thing to do, right? Bring them to confession and Mass. And so when we go to mass right we need to have proper reverence and so here you know we need to learn how to properly genuflect so instead of you know just like halfway kind of like you know doing a little curtsy right and not putting our you know right knee all the way to the ground right take your time we got to take our time put our right knee all the way down if we're able to obviously make that beautiful genuflection and then go and then of course we will kneel down and pray before mass to have proper reverence during mass we need silence and i know it's hard sometimes in churches you got these crying babies and like people are talking here and there you know here we got to keep the silence in the church the church should be a place of divine silence so that people can really offer up their prayers and really start to practice mental prayer right before mass and then of course during mass right as they are attentive to the readings and attentive to everything of the prayers of mass and then after Mass, they need to make a Thanksgiving. We need to make a beautiful Thanksgiving before uh, we leave. And so here, part of reverence is we got to prepare for it. We can't just like, you know, snap into it and like, okay, reverent mode, right? Here, we got to make sure we prepare for it. We come genuflect. We then go into our pew, put the kneeler down, fold our hands and really pray. Our children need to see this beautiful prayer, right? St. Therese said, when I watched my father pray, right, that basically it changed her whole life, right? So here we see how powerful it is if we see our parents really take prayer seriously, really enter into that divine silence. We can change our whole family by praying. We cannot doubt this, right? We're like, how can I change my family? How can I change my family? Pray hard and really put everything when we pray. Here for priests, how can I change everybody, you know, in the world? You know, how can I bring people to Mass, myself included, right? How am I going to change everything? Well, obviously, it's going to be not me, but God. I have to pray myself hard, right? It's all the same. We're all in the same boat here. And so, in order to have reverence during Mass, right, we are to prepare. Then we have to, of course, make sure that the divine silence is kept. So one thing that we shouldn't do in mass, right, is talk about anything that is not necessary. So here, even though, you know, somebody is like, you know, hi, how are you doing, right? 
we should be nice and just, you know, kind of nod and smile and just really show that, you know, you know, we are trying to pray, etc. And then if you really need to talk, right, you can just say, oh, we'll go outside and, and pray, you know, really bringing back that really holy silence in mass, right? It's not being mean and stuck up, but we need to really just be kind and really show like we should try to be silent in the church, you know? You know, obviously don't like shush their head off, right? But here we're just like, you know, hello. And, you know, just like, you know, you just like give them a nod and then, you know, continue to try to pray. Or if they really want to, do, to talk to you and catch up or whatever, you know, you just kind of go outside together and then you can begin to talk just by a very silent, charitable example another thing also is reverence during mass obviously clapping okay so this is a very important thing to realize even pope benedict when he's uh, was alive you know here he did not say you know we should clap here we should just not clap at all in church right here we must just be silent and if we want to acknowledge somebody we pray for them in church right clapping in church it's not a stadium it's not anything like this right here the saints have even said you know we should not clap in church think padre pio right clap Clapping in church is a big no-no, right? Here again, it distracts our attention from the tabernacle. Here in church, reverence means we are doing everything in our power in order that everybody can really focus on the tabernacle and on nothing else, right? So if we clap for somebody, of course, you know, if everybody's clapping, it's not a moral sin here. But we want to keep that reverence in the church and, again, try to build a culture of divine silence. We've got to do everything we can. The next thing is modest dress. We got to bring back our Sunday best and we got to dress as, you know, fashionable, you know, obviously like, you know, not, you know, crazy, you know, fashionable, etc. right? But here like beautiful, noble, fashionable Sunday best. This is such an important thing, right? So blazers, suits to mass, this is something that we really have to think about, right? In times past, right, here are the men, even in the blazing hot summer, right, when they didn't have air conditioning too, the power that we have, we just crank that air conditioning up, right? Here, we got to really think, we're addressing for Jesus, obviously not for every, not for anybody else, right? We're dressing so that we can give our full attention to Jesus, and we got to bring back really the Sunday best, and wear beautiful clothes and, of course, modest clothes. Here, we're not trying to make people turn their heads because of what we're wearing, obviously. But here, to wear beautiful things for Jesus. And here, modest clothing is something that the world hates, right? The devil, what he has done in order to just destroy the youth is just to, again, just destroy modesty. And he's like, oh, you can show a little more or show a little more or show a little more. And what it gets to is that basically, you know, here people are not dressing modestly whatsoever. And they lost all that sense so that when they are, you know, going into church, they have no sense they're wearing scandalous things and we just have to really really be careful about that you know if we're in a professional workplace you know they will if you're in a really professional workplace you know they will dress code you and you're like you cannot wear this because we are representing you know somebody you know or this client this client we are representing our company we have to make sure that we dress nicely and so here even in the top companies you know in a bank you know they're not wearing these 
crazy things, right? Here they're wearing professional suits or whatever they're wearing, okay, uh, for the men uh, and for the women, you know, beautiful dresses that are modest and noble, etc., hopefully. <laughs> and then here we see that um, if they're doing that at businesses, why are we not doing that at church? When here the church is even built more beautifully than the bank, right? And so here the church our dress, the music of the church, everything has to be totally reverent. And our motive, again, is for reverence, giving God the best that we have, again, to glorify him in every way possible. So here, we must indeed see these important things uh, with regards to reverence. And of course, if we have, you know, children who are crying, we want to try to keep that silence, right? We want to uh, bring them out, right? And make sure that they're not crying so that people, you know, can really really understand what the homily is saying or that they can understand, you know, what God is saying in their prayer right? and just be very cognizant of what's happening around uh, people, you know, putting down a nearer quietly, those kind of very physical etiquette things, common sense etiquette things, right? And really just focusing on God as much as we can and trying to do everything in order to do that. So reverence, of course, has those little outside things. Now, Internal reverence. This is, of course, why we're talking about this in the first place. The most important thing, right? Internal reverence is that we are before the great God and we have to act accordingly, right? We do all these things, dress nicely, right? Learn how to genuflect, do this silence, etc. right? We're not doing in any unnecessary conversation. All of that, no clapping, right? It's not to be mean and not to be like this, you know, just like whoosh, whoosh kind of person, right? We are doing that so that we can really understand that we are before the God of the universe, the God who sent his son to spell out all his blood for us. We're in front of this God. And so here we must indeed remember the true God, right? Without him, nothing would be, right? And so here, this is the true sense of reverence. Remember, reverence eventually becomes, uh, in the highest sense, right, is a gift of the Holy Spirit, where we are truly docile to understand who we are in the presence of. If we really understood who we are in the presence of, we would be completely silent. We would give everything to Him in every moment. This is like the beatific vision, where we will not able, we will not be able to say anything else or pay attention to anything else because God is right there. We will see everything in God, and he will take up our full attention, right? In this life, we have to work on doing it with our free will. And so here, the true reverence is where we have that loving reverence before God, that loving adoration and all our attention is to him. That's what we're trying to cultivate in the end. So let's pray that we have this beautiful reverence, that reverence in the church can be truly brought back and that people can really understand, we all can understand who we are worshiping. Because when we do understand who we are worshiping, then everything changes. It is the God who has poured out all his blood for us. Amen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.